On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about the Eagles' big win versus the Redskins, Deshaun Jackson coming back, Carson Wentz back in the groove, third down red zone. Talk about Mike Scott in that situation. Take a look around the NFL and the get to know us. Our football memories. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan doing our first post post game of the year, um, and it's a it's a good one. Eagles win 32-27. Uh, let's let's dive into the game. Um, obviously, it was a very frustrating first what like 20 minutes or so. Yeah, at least it was, it was um, pretty bad. Say. Yeah, I mean we both I think expected it to start slow as we talked about on our last pod, but I don't. think think i didn't expect it to be that bad i didn't expect it to be down 17 well, nothing to start I the think game the, the main problem was the d-jack penalty yeah because without that I yeah mean, you're we, right we were kind of going and then d-jack made us third and long and then we didn't get it instead of being like I think huge it was like momentum killer yeah so yeah, and we were at about close to the 50 too like we were going yeah. down the field so yeah. i mean obviously d-jack was a player of the game like they yeah. predicted but at that point, he definitely was not. And yeah, his one mistake, and hopefully that's something he learns from, I'm sure, players, well, did coaches. I didn't know. Uh, well, he was like, I was just really amped up. I was so excited. I'm sure, yeah. Emotions. He was like, it was amazing. Like, emotions got best of me, but then it, it got out right there. And yeah, and you can tell. I, I feel like he's matured, matured greatly since he's yeah, been I mean, here before. Yeah, you just wish he wouldn't have done that at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but it was literally like he caught the first ball, like his first ball of the game, like a player two before that, and he was talking. Like, yeah, we're all loving it then. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm and, totally I mean, he, fine with it. And it was more of a retaliation, you know? Oh, definitely, but you always get I know, I know, but, but, um, but yeah, Deshaun Jackson made a loud appearance uh, Sunday afternoon at the link. And I like obviously like we know he's fast, but like even when he like he ran a couple really nice routes like out routes, curls back to the ball, like that one he caught right on the sidelines. And that was that was like after I think his two deep touchdowns. Defenses then are just playing him so far back, he's gonna get that all game. Yeah, they said the it's average uh, depth of the cornerbacks was like eight eight yards off. Wow. And like normally like for a normal guy like it's you know a lot closer than that, like closer like three five depending on the coverage. But they were staying away, and like like we've been saying, like that just it's very exciting for this offense yeah. to be able to have that threat. I put out on that tweet uh, the other day, yesterday, I started naming all the all the receivers that Carson Wentz has had before. Yeah, the ones that haven't panned out, like the Bryce Treggs, like the Kamari. Mm, Bryce Treggs. We were hoping Bryce Treggs could be a. A half th- of the Sean yeah, Jackson. So it's just like I I was just kind of upset that some people were calling Carson to check down Charlie. Oh my goodness! Um, Don't get me and started. St- and stuff like that. When you know you can, you can't really say that when this guy finally has deep threat and he he goes to. And him. we talked about this all summer, like oh Deshaun's gonna do this and open it, but like to see it in the first game and see how much. I wish it was the first play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. But like to see him open up the offense and like that home run. That home run ability to just be back in the game in a minute was unreal, and he's gonna open up. Now there's, he's not always gonna have eight catches, a hundred plus yards, and two touchdowns, but just the threat of him being on the field is gonna open up the offense for for Ertz, for Jeffrey, Nelly, like whoever it is. Um, and it's what we talked about, but to actually see it right away yeah, was, no, was encouraging. And he still got it; like he's still one of the fastest guys in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. And he said he didn't even get up to his top gear because, like, did you see they put out like the, the five fastest 
miles per hour. It was number one. D-Jack was three, and he was off the top one by, like, point two or whatever. Uh, Sammy cool. Watkins was up there. Okay. Um, the the well, kid Desha- from Washington was up there. Uh, Deshaun the Jackson didn't, um, like, catch a ball and then had a run. Like, he basically caught them, like, very close to the end zone, both of them. Yeah. The first one, Norman fell down. The second one, he had to adjust. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, because we've seen, was Marquise Brown up there? Yeah, I think Marquise Brown. Yeah, because that one slant touchdown here. Yeah, well, oh, it was the next-gen stats tracked the top speed of players in week mm-hmm. one. Barkley was 21.8. Malcolm Butler was 21.5. Jackson was 21.4. Watkins was 21.3. And McLaren from Washington was 21.2. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess I have to see that play. I haven't watched the Titans uh yeah, well, anyway, Deshaun, like, reposted that on his Instagram story and was like, I didn't even hit my gear yet. Like, you know, J- Jackpot. I'm still waiting for him to put up, like, a video on his Instagram with, like, Lil Terry playing uh, in the background or something of one Terry of his touchdowns. Like, that remember he used to do that every, after oh, every yeah, touchdown. Yeah, it was amazing. He'd put up a video. I miss it. Yeah. But that was, like, that was, like, six years ago. Yeah, I know. It was, it was a while ago. But, yeah, D-Jack back. It was great to see. Um, the other thing, I mean, you even said it, I think, during, like, the fourth quarter of the game was the halftime adjustments that the, the Birds made. And that's I mean, something I, that's I, something Peterson and the staff has done really well in his time here. I was saying it even in the second quarter. I was saying, like, don't worry. Like, because, yeah. like, some people at the, at the nest, they were kind of Yeah, some, but like, I, even down 17 nothing, I felt okay. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I was more worried if they were going to cover the spread. I still felt like we were going to win the game, you know? Yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I mean, I was, what, I was like three points off of the... Yeah, Paul predicted 35-27, the final was 32-27. So close. And if Miles Sanders' touchdown when they got called back on a weak hold call on J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, then um, he would have been right. And also, I was watching the Vikings-Falcons game. Dalvin Cook had a touchdown because of a similar block by Adam Thielen. And one would actually say it kind of looked worse of a hole, but they didn't call it. Mm. So it, it kind of made me a little bit upset for Miles Sanders not being able to get his first touchdown yeah, in week one. He'll, he'll, but he'll he's definitely, he's definitely. I was glad up. he broke that one run for like 17 yards, I think, in the third quarter. What? <laughs> well, no, just because like Mike was saying, like uh, Jordan Howard should be in. Like well, his, well, let's talk about the running yeah, back we'll situation. If you're talking about him, Mike just hates him because he's from Penn State. Yeah. So he's no, got that no. target on his back. But it is interesting how they use the backs with Sproles being a guy you'd look at more as a third down back. He got a bulk of the carries, um, and he, he had some big runs. He um, got nine carries, 47 yards. Sanders got 11 for 25. Howard, six for 44. So, and Howard was running the ball really hard, really well. What are what do you think they're thinking with the backs? I know I even remember them talking about before, like how they had different play calls and mm-hmm. backs for each Yeah, that's set. What, that's Is, what Doug said after the game. Okay. But – I didn't need to listen to that. But he, you know, I feel like Doug really changes his tune whenever it comes to anything about backs. Because sometimes he's like, that's all up to Deuce. Yeah, I feel then he's like, like, oh, that's on the play call. So mm-hmm. I don't really know where he's going with that exactly. But I personally would like a Sanders more of like, you know, getting the ball in like being like a first, second down back, yeah. scrolls third, and then Sanders getting subbed out for Howard you know, needing, needing lane. So like, uh, obviously I think Jordan Howard should be like a closer type. Mm -hmm. So like when we're in that fourth quarter, basically what, what they did 
I mean, I'd like to see them run the ball a little bit more in the first half. So I kind of think that's why, you know, Howard didn't get any more touches than he did. Because at halftime, he only had like two for 12, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. So to only rush him four, four more times, right? He only rushed it six times? Oh, uh, yeah. So Se- yep, six for 44. And like he was, his runs, like he was punishing people. And everyone loves to see a power back. Yeah. I mean, the elusiveness is fun too. Well, like, there's just something about, like, it just brings you back to Blunt two years ago. And and I, I kind of want him to have that kind of role. Yeah. That's, that's basically what I'm looking for. Yeah, I get that. And they definitely, they brought him in to be more than that, though, I feel like. You know what I mean? Well, they did throw the ball to him once. Did I, they? Um, I could be getting but mixed up with the man. Something once. I was thinking about was after, like, your dad or somebody was like, oh, they're saving for the fourth quarter. Like, which could have honestly been a thought, like, for the Birds in the game against the Redskins. But even um, a little bit further than that, I feel like, Howard being older than Sanders, gotten more NFL carries. It could be something like, you know, analytics today. If certain backs had this many carries by the postseason, they're not as effective in the postseason. So it could be something, a strategy where they want Howard to be fresh for the games in January and February. I could definitely see that. I mean, you know, you know, analytics. I don't. I don't know what that would even. I'm sure they have analytics of if he's under this many carries for the season. His chances of performing at this level, you know what I mean. Now I'm gonna have to Sanders go the deep the dive tonight on that because <laughs> that was my a, thought process. That's after, a very um, good, um, good thought process. And also, at the same time, it's kind of like the same sense. Like, okay, like we'll just run this guy in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Kind of just close games out, and at most carries he'll get a game is like twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve times sixteen. That's like two hundred and. Ooh, <laughs> was that even on? I don't know what 12 times 16 Well, 16 times 10 is 160, and then you add oh, okay, another so it wasn't 24, two. so... Oh, it's 184. One, yeah, 184. And, and everyone, like, the premier feature backs, they're around, like, 300 touches come postseason. Mm. We look at Gurley last year, he wore down, but he's got knee problems. We look at Zeke, he's never really done anything in the playoffs. Yeah. So I think you're really on to something with that um, the little analytics, especially because, yeah. you know, we know the Eagles love them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another thing that was definitely worrisome, especially early, and even even in the third quarter when we went up 21-20, we got burned again. Um, luckily, Case Keenum overthrew him. was our secondary. Um, got beat a couple times. Now, um, the news coming out today, we're losing a D-tackle in Malik Jackson, which is a shame. First game. I feel like recently, in the last couple of years, we lose someone every every. Uh, week one, like for the season. Who's last year, Mike Williams? Uh, what, uh, Mike, what, Mike Wallace. Wallace. Um, then before that, the year we won the Super Bowl, we lost someone against. Yeah, I no, I can't know. think of. Maybe it was week two because I know we lost Sproles early that year. Yeah, um, I mean it's, it's early in the season. I, I guess it's football, you know. It, it happens, really stinks because also like I was really excited on Malik Jackson. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, well we didn't talk about Timmy Jernigan did get his first sack since 2017. So, I mean, it looks like he's yeah. he's back. So that that's nice. Yeah. So it is nice to have that. But obviously, like, we wanted Malik Jackson yeah. to come in, be the guy. But Timmy Jernigan was just the guy two years ago, and, and he right. does look like he's back to form. So it's not – I don't think it's that big. If this was, like, a McLeod or a Darby, um, I, I guess we'd be fine without – just because, like, our secondary isn't, like – our corner like, – like you are just saying, our cornerbacks – yeah. aren't really doing like they, they get burned all the time mm-hmm. so and we did sign a veteran today Akeem Spence I don't know much about him I, I looked up to, I looked, 
look into him real quick. He uh, injury prone. That's mm. why I never really oh. got a chance. It looked like he played all 16 last year in Miami. Yeah. So what happened was he got drafted by the Bucks in like 14, I believe. Fourth round draft pick. Started like 14 games. Had like around like 20 some tackles, one sack. Then the next year was hurt. Next year was hurt. Released. Miami picked him up. Oh, wow. And then he's just been down in Miami, kind of just doing Miami type stuff. Gotcha. Just, like, nothing crazy, just, like, solid defense. Yeah, and with, like, I mean, the question I was leading into, I don't know if I ever, ever even said it, but, like, does the defense worry you? Um, and I think something I feel like you always talk about is, like, our D-line getting pressure on the quarterback, well, that's um, which obviously team. helps our secondary. And I feel like our secondary is probably the weaker point of our defense. I mean, oh, you can easy. include the line – our back seven. And you can include the linebackers if you want. Um but, it, yeah, it comes down to that D-line, which that's where the Malik Jackson injury hurts. Um, but, yeah, for me personally, it does, like, at that performance against Case Keenum, like, he was throwing the ball all over the field, especially early. And I know it was the majority of those guys, their first real action. That's like that's what I was about um, to say. It was It's the fact that it was, it was their first action. They did get beat, and yeah. he missed the ball. But, uh, like, the play that you are just talking about. Yeah. But I'm not... You know me. I'm not really concerned about that. I think anything that our defense does is just gravy. Um, you know, I really think that we should be able to win games where the other team puts up 30 even. Yeah. Like, if Carson isn't – if Carson can't win a game where the other team puts up 30, I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah, and I, it'll be a big test again this week. I mean, Atlanta's got – after coming off a bad loss against Minnesota, they're home opener. They have weapons on that offense. Oh, so another. too much. I know, another, another <laughs> good test uh, – I'm excited to see how our defense comes out under um, the lights, national television game. Oh, like, man, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, but we'll, we'll save that for um, for the next next pod. Uh, talking about Carson. Carson, I mean, like, like we said, a little rusty to start. Just a little. I mean, there were a couple throws where, like, I remember the one was the long third and 17 to Nelson early in the game where he overthrew him a little bit. It was uh, a tough yeah, throw, yeah. but it's a throw he's he can make to, for sure. He's trying to fit it in there. But felt his way into the game. Um Early on, I, I kept saying he's literally not moving in the pocket. Like, he was just standing yeah. there making throws. And for the most part, he did stay in the pocket. Um, there was a couple times in the second half where he did get out of the pocket, and you, that's that's who he is. That's when he can really make plays and make things happen, and that's what almost made him win the MVP two years ago. And His ball on the run, dude. Yeah, he the one to Jeffrey, the touchdown. Oh, yeah, that was like, beautiful. He's watching so- the slow-mo of that is ridiculous. Well, like, he, it was amazing because it's, it's a great throw, obviously. But also the fact that he's like, okay, this is my top receiver on a, with a linebacker on him. Mm. You know, let me get it to him. And, like, the linebacker's really drenched, like, on top of yeah. him the whole entire right. way through. The whole way. And somehow, like, I kind of think it's kind of luck that the the lineman didn't tip the ball. Yeah, I mean, there's I would, always I would that say just element. Because, but that's part of football, right. too. Because um, he did have one bad down earlier in the game, and that, yeah, that John had a little bit. Stained. Been an issue with him too, and it shouldn't be because past. he's so tall. Yeah. That's the problem. It's not like he's Kyler Murray or Russell right. Wilson or Drew Brees right. or even Baker Mayfield. He's six five, real built, and I just feel like, you know, I, I love Carson. Yeah, we we both love Carson, and it was great to see like what what was so popular with him in 2017 was his third down performance and his red zone yeah, performance third, which were what he did in this first game was you couldn't true. you couldn't really ask for much more on third down he's 12 of 13 197 yards and all three of his touchdowns came on third down yeah like what one was the outshine run was that third? that was third and goal yeah 
So. Oh no, the the run. Th- the run. I'm not sure. I'm not um, sure on that. Well, I think that might have been second in goal. Because I was gonna, I I didn't see any outrage, but I was ready to have people if they had outrage, I had something to fire back at them. If they were trying to say like, hey, like that should have been a pass. I I was gonna say like all the like one of the big things now is the jet sweeps, but it's the shuttle pass where they just pop it up, yeah. and then that counts as a pass, pass but it yeah. really should be a run. So I was gonna say like people were mad about that. Let's take away all Pat Mahomes touchdowns. Yeah, from last I mean that's year. classic Andy Reid. Yeah, that's what doing it. he loves the, the short. Because yeah. I was actually thinking about that too. It's like that's a pretty safe way to run the ball sometimes yeah. with like a wide receiver. Yeah. If you're not used to handing it off, just throw it up. If they don't catch it, it's not a fumble. It's yeah. an incomplete pass. But that was just that was just a random late night thought, honestly. Um, yeah, love to hear him. Yeah, I mean I love to thank him. <laughs> also with Carson being back. Um, the QB sneak is like we said this again two years ago. We keep going back twenty seventeen, but like this is the last like we remember him being what he did on uh, Sunday. But the QB sneaks like like Brady like like you're gonna get it. Was, Every I, I think I, he did it at least twice, maybe three times. And it's not and just it's not just him, but he's the driving factor. Yeah. But you need the guys like Isaac Samuel yeah. to beat Jonathan Allen or whoever's lined up on top of him. Yeah. Jason Kelsey. There was to get a video push. I saw of him like. Because like, they talked about how Sam Allo put on a lot of like, put on bulk. a lot of bulk this this summer, and mm-hmm. there was a video of him destroying somebody, um, as well as Lane pancaking. Maybe it was Kerrigan, uh, but yeah, I mean the offensive line. I, I I as a fan of the game when I'm watching the game live, like you're not paying attention to that. At least I'm not. I know Paul might be considering I former offensive yeah, line. Yeah, I kind of look at it a good amount. Because um, that's all you can really see when he's in the. When he's dropping back, you don't can't yeah, really but, see the route combos. Yeah, but much. still, you're. I think naturally your eyes are focused on what he's doing. Well, they made as far as the like when goes. they're like, yeah, like watch your position. So like, I kind of automatically watch the line. Yeah. yeah also, I I, I think line put I, I think games are won in the trenches. No, too. They, no doubt, no so, doubt. Like, well, I'm just saying, as an avid fan, normal fan. Oh yeah, you're you looking at the ball. If you're not talking about the offensive line, it's usually a good thing. Because um, if you are, that means they're not doing the job. Yeah, like last night, um, the Texans' offensive line was getting worked over by That's the Saints. That's what I heard, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much longer Deshaun Watson can take a beating. <laughs> That's what uh, Cowherd said. He got hit like 45% of the time. Yeah, it was, it was something stupid. <laughs> and still like, just did what it. he did. And Yeah, I'm, he's well, on the trade block in our league just because I, I don't know how much longer I can take it. He's the real deal, though, if he can stay healthy. Dude's yeah. clutch, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the game goes, um, I think I covered everything I kind of wanted to talk about. It was a great win. The other thing I actually forgot to say is it really reminded me of the Jacksonville game that we opened up with in 2014 when Chip Kelly was here. It was his last year. Um, right. Nick Foles was our quarterback. Same sort of situation, like really bad team. Eagles were favored by, like, 10-plus points in that game. Down 17 nothing. ended up winning 34-17. Was that the game Josh Huff took it to the house? No. That was against the Titans that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just flashbacks of that uh, being down to a team that you're favored to be by, by a lot in week one at home, and yeah, so yeah. thought I'd throw that in no, there. That's a good, uh, good little Eagles history. Right yeah, there. and um, something I guess we can briefly talk about, just because I feel like it's been big news is the Mike Scott situation before uh. the game. Um, I I love Mike Scott. He he has shown so much love to Philly. Um, so yeah, I. After that's all they talked about on ninety seven five. I didn't listen uh, to what my dad was I'm talking. Sure that's all they talked but they about like them. found the guys that were there, and apparently like they they said racial slurs to Mike Scott. Uh, 
and they they were probably hammered and they're saying i mean it's typical honestly stuff that goes on at tailgates it's just the fact that it's i mean it's mike scott's gonna become a really big <laughs> news story it was like, the fact that he plays for your professional yeah, basketball team. yeah the whole that, thing was ridiculous. I mean, they not like a, a good look. I don't what think did they for say the, about the fans. Because there's like a casket. I'm not at, sure. From one of the angles they showed. Well, I know someone brought their like grandfather's uh, that's casket. What it, that's that's like, what it was. Yeah. Like it's in the video. So oh, like really? Casket in like the corner. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I like just, watched it. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Just here? not a good look for uh, Philly fans. But hopefully, I mean, Sixers are probably telling Mike Scott to to stay away from all the Philly well, love interaction after that. Well, luckily, there's no more home Redskin games. Yeah, so that's true. I, bet, I mean, our words, my bad. Bleep that out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, like, everyone's entitled to root for their team. If I'm Mike Scott, I wouldn't have, well, but it's like, I don't know. It's and just like, rough. And Mike Scott, she's like, he, one of the things he's known for is here jerseys. is saying, well, jerseys and, like, him saying, I ain't no. Yeah. And dudes are probably calling them all types of names and especially if they throw a race in there um yeah i mean no no i know i'm just saying like you never really want to put yourself in a situation where yeah and like he knows we're wild but i guess he's like i don't know it's just like eagles fans some of them are you know from all over the place like that person could be you know from like the the lower slower delaware yeah everyone's frying these dudes up because it's like a whole group they've been tailgating there for years some dude was like crying about it today on missing la show he was one of the guys involved i I didn't really hear the whole story i was watching the end of it but like he's like yeah like he's giving up his tickets like everyone was like he's like yeah i gotta get this acceptance back from my wife my kids like it's a whole like (laughs) yeah it's not it sounded crazy but the dudes i mean the the stuff the stuff the dudes were saying sounded like Really, really. Well, yeah, bad, you so. shouldn't do that to anyone, let alone, you know, let alone a six. A silly eight. legend, yeah. And but even like a big dude like that, that's what right. happens. Like, I mean, if you run your mouth, that that's bound to happen. So that dude's an idiot, and whatever he's gone through, he deserves honestly. Yeah, but let's get around the league. Um, I know Paul has been active. I don't know for those of you that follow Paul on Twitter. Stake CSS. He's making um some bold claims that he ten, tends on watching every intends on watching every game this year. Um, on Game Pass. Yeah. Um. So uh, have you watched all of Week One yet? No, okay. I'm gonna finish week one tomorrow. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it at work. So. Okay, but so, I, I've been writing down notes. Got you know some fancy stuff for me, some general stuff for you guys. Um, some things that stuck out to me real quick: the AB to New England. Obviously, that happened. We haven't talked really talked about uh, that. Yeah, A bunch of stuff went down, it's, but well, um, Demarius Thomas just got shipped out to the Jets. Yeah. Um, after I, that performance on Sunday night, it's like, do they even need Antonio Brown? But it's scary. Yeah. It would, it will just make uh Patriots Eagle Super Bowl that much sweeter. No, that's what I was can, thinking uh, too. But also knock them off. I have a feeling, not a feeling, but what I was hearing was, I don't know if this is like Pittsburgh, you know, jargon or whatever. Um, propaganda. I mean, they were saying that whenever big Ben's like would double clutch or do like a pump fake yeah it was because he was trying to get on time with antonio so like antonio's out there kind of running his own routes like oh like that's supposed to be a 10 10 Uh, 10 yard hit hook he's doing a stop and go like stuff like that like he's doing oh he's doing a slant instead and that's not gonna fly with tom brady and the patriots yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see him get molded into the patriot way and if it's possible 
Because you yeah. can't break a wild horse. And that's what that's Dude, what he is. He is he's he, something. He's a wild horse. But he I think Bill Belichick, if anyone could do it, it would be Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, you can't fight six rings. Um, especially when, like, the, the franchises come from the Steelers. They have six in the whole entire Super Bowl era. The Patriots have six in the last 19 years. So Yeah, le- legends. Another thing, Paul, one of his preseason teams to look out for, the Ravens, uh, they look pretty good. I know it was the Dolphins, but your boy Lamar slinging it all over the field to Antonio's cousin, uh, Marquise and the rest of that crew, but 59 points in week one. Yeah, they um, um they yeah. looked pretty good. Dolphins looked really bad. Fitzpatrick doesn't know how to play football. Um, in my tweet, I wrote, like, the, as soon as the Ravens went up 14, it was pretty much over because yeah. the, they smelt blood in the water and killed them Dolphins. Yeah, it could be the Sharks, not the Ravens, <laughs> but, yeah. The uh, Chargers game, I didn't really watch much of that. I don't know if you watched that I one back that yet. I saw the ending but of it. Just looking at the stat line, I know Austin Eckler had a big day. It doesn't, doesn't bode well for Melvin Gordon and his contract situation no, in L.A. Not. Or Jimmy Vo's fantasy team. <laughs> Nothing bode um, well for that. But they were saying that um, he's got to get a new agent or something. Yeah. Because was it Coward that said that? I don't know. I don't. Th- I saw. I read it. Someone read something about said that. it. I don't know who, but I mean, it makes sense. Like this. The agent's making him hold out so he can get more money at the same time. Like, obviously, like, Melvin Gordon's probably a little bit underpaid and probably didn't get a respectable contract. But, like, it's just, like, you, you're you a product of the system, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess they are trying to use some leverage from, like, oh, like, I was a first-round pick. You guys traded up to get me. Something like that. But it's, I mean, if Eckler can rip off those gains against a solid defense, too, I mean... It is what it is. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, the Cowboys, big win. The only thing that really got me fired up was that video of Dak and Amari. You saw me I saw it today. You seen me tweet it out last night? I'd, so I saw you tweet it out, but I was busy when I like went to look at it. So I wasn't able to I wasn't able to like listen to it. Yeah. And then I saw an article. I was like, what is like Dak and Amari talking about Philly? I was like, oh, they'd be talking about the Eagles right now. John heated I'm up. like, oh, you know the Eagles players. When we when we get Dallas, they're they're gonna they're gonna remember that. Yeah, especially that, that, that was very like that was just like it was ridiculous. I said if you own any Cowboys on your fa- any of your fantasy teams, I got seven teams. I've I you don't have one Cowboy. Not a single Cowboy. Really? I, yeah. Why would I have a Cowboy, Dan? I've passed over Zeke. Three times, in three different like, there's no, there's just no reason to have a cowboy. Um, I saw a funny tweet. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, I don't. It was something. It was about that video. This one's, I mean, pretty good. It said, "Eagles standard is Super Bowl. Cowboy standard is the Eagles. Like they're worried about the Eagles, worrying about winners." <laughs> um, but yeah, that that got me. That got me going when I saw that. Bro, imagine seeing that at like twelve thirty at night. Whew. Heated. A lot of late night thoughts. For you. Well, yeah, but also the game is still on the Broncos yeah. Raiders, which was a solid effort from the Broncos. Raiders looked really good. They're getting a pass rush. I don't know if it's a lack of offensive line with the Broncos, but the Raiders' offensive line looked good, and they don't even have uh, Richie Incognito back their their guard because he's suspended for three more games. So, oh, yeah. um, Josh Jacobs, I think he ran the ball like 28 times or something like that. Jeez. Um, that. so it kind of looks like he's trying to, you know, feed the beast, uh, John Gruden is. And also Dabo Sweeney 
what was it? Steve Levy in the middle of the game was like, yeah, I was talking to Dabo Sweeney before the game started about some of his Clemson players, and the only thing he wanted to talk about was Josh Jacobs and how he's the best Alabama player he's ever coached against. Hmm. So I'm, I traded him away in one of my leagues before the week started, and I'm hicking myself. Yeah, about that. Dabo knows. Yeah. I'm a big Dabo guy. That's why I got the Sean. <laughs> um, uh, something that was interesting was the Vikings. Uh, they dominated. Kirk Cousins threw the ball ten times. Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to talk about that game more on the uh, the preview show for the Falcons-Eagles just because oh, I, yeah. I wrote a lot of notes from that, like two pages. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, around the NFL, those are the majority of the games we're covering. Kyler Murray had a, a nice comeback against Detroit um, to, to tie. They tied yeah, that's another week one tie. I'm pretty sure we had two week one ties last year, um, which is just interesting. No, it's weird. Um, that, it's, like, really weird. And yeah. also the one thing was um, I saw that, no, uh, yeah, while watching the game, Cliff Kingsbury – Punted the ball on his own 47 with only like three minutes left in the game mm-hmm. in the overtime. So basically, he was playing for a tie. That yeah. Point. And that just really has to make you appreciate Doug Peterson even that bit more yeah. going for it, doing the analytically smart things. Because a tie doesn't get you anywhere in life. Yeah. I, I was wondering that because I was following that game a little bit and I was wondering, I was like, well, if they're. Like, I was thinking they're probably just going to settle for the tie because they, they feel like they shouldn't even be in this game. No, yeah, they shouldn't have been. Um, but, like, that's when you try to steal. Like, yeah, you steal them. Like you, that. Especially a team like the Cardinals, you know. Yeah, and I was amazed that they did tie it up. That was yeah, pretty that was impressive. And same crazy. thing with the Colts tying it up with yeah. the, the Chargers. Yeah, a lot of them, they, they should have won the game if Vinatieri could have hit, yeah. hit some of his I mean, field kickers, goals. Kickers, man. Yeah, kickers. <laughs> Will Lutz. <laughs> 58. Yeah, that was um, amazing. But, yeah, anything else around the NFL that you wanted to kind of talk about? I feel Not like that. I, I only watched six full games so far. Yeah, so. only six full games for Paul. Yeah, so I got a little bit more to go. So, like, ten more to be Fantasy exact. football wasn't a great weekend for myself. I was one and four, but I won in my main league, which is good. That's all that matters. I went four and three, won in my main league, lost in my second main league so that kind of hurt what's your second main league play time okay just because i've been that's the one that i have the most roots with besides uh fourth and 16. gotcha i think they're both the stab like i was both in both of them for the first time the like first year fourth and 16 was i was in both of them. Mm. i think that was my first time doing like three leagues so now look at me seven it's, it's, i don't know how you do it it yeah like uh Kaiser said to me, he said, that's too much. Like, his, I forget what, his tweet was like, that's too much to think of or something. Yeah, I, I just said, it's, I know, I know. Well, like, it's I a see perfect it. amount to not. Yeah, well, I know with you, you don't even really check scores like that. Yeah. And that's something I like about the whole fantasy process. Like, I like updating, like, oh, like, I'm watching the Sunday night game. Who do I have? But then, I don't know. It yeah, just gets a lot. It's a lot when you're like, oh, I have this guy in these two leagues, but I'm playing against this guy and that same guy in this league, you know? Yeah, so that's, I like to look at it but more as you're numbers. more okay, yeah, I know you do. So that's why it works for you yeah, better um, than it would for me. Yeah, I mean, you just got to get there. To each Cause, own. Because you get, you get too invested. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's the problem. It's like, oh, man, like, Lat Murray just dropped that yeah. ball. Like, something like that. Or, uh, oh, Deshaun Watson. It just sounds like something. Like, that's Jerry. <laughs> Oh, Deshaun like, Watson like, through yeah, that six yard run. Like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really entertain me. It makes me be able to enjoy 
each game because I have someone most of the time, like in some league where I'm going against someone. It yeah. actually, I was going against Nick Chubb and Kerryon Johnson in one league, and I had them in another. Yeah. And I lost in the other, and so the guy that had them, so it, it was kind of like, okay, like I guess I can't win them all, but. Yeah, well, uh, get to know us um, for for the week. Uh, kind of a broad question, but I'll go first. And it's not even really a question, but it's more memories of football as a kid. We were talking. We I was thinking through the get to know us, and this just kind of popped in my head. And I haven't thought about this in a while. But so when I was a kid, like probably like five or six, maybe even younger than that, I had two older brothers, and what like we would do like either earlier that that Sunday is we would do what we would call highlights. So we would play on the street and and like act like we would we would play and do each and every game. It would be like a quick five minute game of each game. So we would act like, let's say, like Eagles Falcons this week. That's basically we, what Madden has right now. Is the you play the highlights of the game? Right. Well, no, but this is pregame. So we we would just do what our imagination would be. Of uh, the okay. highlights are going to be that game. Oh. Uh, and we okay. that's how we would do our predictions of the game by who won the the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, like sometimes you're throwing it up to yourself and like oh. Like, oh like, yeah, I, I used so to. So dumb to stuff like that, but it it just brought me back. Like I remember doing. Like, I have video of like myself doing that when I was a kid on like Thanksgiving um off the show with you one time yeah I have to see that because I never even heard about it until but, right now but yeah it just brought me back and then something else I was thinking about it was going to be a question but I don't know if it's an easy answer I don't know let's find um, out but Madden or backyard football see is it what backyard football is it I don't know. I can't remember. What, I can't even remember. Well, no, no. I'm saying like, am no. I playing on the lap? Am I playing on? No, my you're computer? playing. You're playing old school, like your computer set up. And you're sitting. <sighs> See, there's and nothing like it. There's <laughs> nothing like it. It was but special. I would say I've definitely clocked a lot more hours of Madden. Yeah, that's the thing. And I played Madden and on still Game do. Boy. Yeah. PlayStation, but like backyard football, I had Randall Cunningham on my team. I put him at running back because I had Steve Young too. You got Keisha so, Phillips running the ball. I had her at line, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> she wasn't doing that, but that was <laughs> that was so much fun. Like the yeah. good old days. I was that's how I learned about like a lot of like the '90s legends was because mm. backyard football. Yeah. Like John Elway, I'm like, who's this guy with the buck teeth? <laughs> like who the heck is this guy? Like it, it Dan Marino. I'm like, yeah. who's this guy with the curly hair? It was, oh man, dude, you're bringing a tear to my eye. Yeah. Backyard sports, back. man, they'll get you. They'll get you big time. Pablo Sanchez fumbled the ball. Oh, he'd always fumble when he's carrying it like this. Yeah, I was really yeah. upset at him. Honestly, I, that might have been my first time I ever had like a rage incident from a video yeah. game. Um, but to answer the first uh, question, it's a story about football and the memory I have as a kid. The first thing that pops in my mind is sometimes at halftime, I'd go upstairs. This is like 2003, 2002 era. I'd go upstairs. I used to have this, like, um, football, like, really fluffy football. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, really big, had actual, like, laces on it and stuff. And I would just throw it up to myself, dive, catch it like I was Chad Lewis. <laughs> and I just kept on being like, oh, Chad, Chad Lewis, Lewis, Chad Lewis, Chad Lewis. Oh, look at this touchdown. So it was just kind of like, I don't, yeah. that's like the first thing that I really remember. I throw it up on, doing like little moves, diving on like pillars and stuff. 
But yeah. those were those were the days, honestly. I'm yeah, good everyone has their thing. I mean, I can think of Johnny just laying on the ground throwing the football up to himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, he still does ja- that. Yeah, no, Jared in the ocean trying to act like he has the ball. Oh, I used to do that waves. all the time. Yeah. I, I did that. That was the classic. Yeah. So. Lower the shoulder, d- jump over like the pilot. Oh, yeah. for a touchdown. Sometimes you got to go under. Yeah, so if you're listening right now, comment on our Instagram post or tweet at us. Some of your, your uh, football memories as a kid growing up, we'd love to hear them. Um, but, yeah, that's about, that's about all I got for today. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to do our next pod as we preview uh, back on Sunday Night Football. And I, I, I love Sunday Night. Like, as Sunday much as people night. hate on Collinsworth and uh, I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind them at all. I know, but a lot of people in Philly. I know. Them. It's because the Super Bowl. It's because they weren't excited. I think they're the best. I like them. I mean, they're, I, I like I, – I don't mind bucking, but like I love like the Collinsworth slide, something like yeah, just something about. What, it. what about we didn't something talk about, about them sliding in with the fedoras? Oh uh, yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't get to see it. I saw the. I just tur- like they just went to the booth and I was like, what the heck? Because I I had to go get Meg to bring in a checkies. Yeah, and part of my attachment with it might be because we had them for the Super Bowl, yeah, but so. like a lot of people resent them. That's why they resent them because yeah. they weren't excited. But Collinsworth, I mean, he he just he gets me going sometimes, like. Like, even last year in the Bears playoff game, I remember, I think it was him. Yeah, him and yeah, Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Like, him talking about Nick Foles. He's like, and here we go, Nick Foles. Can he, can he do yeah, it I, again? Yeah, I really like Collinsworth. Last drive. Like. Also, I, I'm pretty sure Collinsworth's been doing it since, like, 2003, and he was on Fox back then. So, yeah. there could be, like, a deep-seated Collinsworth since we've heard him for most of our football watching yeah. lives. So, yeah. um, that's all we got, and... You know, like Dan said, comment, let us know. Uh, anything, any questions you got for us, hit start sits, you know, fantasy-wise. Uh, start sits. Sit and start, what is it? Is no, that, you're right. I just, uh, well, I didn't, I didn't clearly understand. Yeah, my bad. But, uh, yeah, go birds and. Go birds.